0: Star Wars 7x7 episode 301. Today, our interview with Amy Ratcliffe from Geek With Curves and also StarWars.com, Star Wars Insider, and a number of other awesome geek outlets. Punch it, Chewy. It's rebel-rousing fun for everyday Jedi. Seven minutes a day,
1: seven days a week. Join Alan Voivod for today's Star Wars 7x7 podcast.
0: Destiny Unleashed. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7, I'm your host Alan Voivod, and we are kicking off with a fun fact brought to you by Timothy Zahn. Hey, your worship, I'm only trying to help. He's just mad because the fun fact is not brought to you by him today. (laughs) On this date in 1991, 1992, and 1993, the books in the Thrawn trilogy were released. Heir to the Empire, Dark Force Rising, and The Last Command came out in successive years, and I know, of course, that technically speaking, the expanded universe already existed with the introduction of the Han Solo novels and the Lando Calrissian novels, And the uh, Splinter of the Mind's Eye, of course, and uh, a few other things. Oh, the comic series. How could I forget the original comic series? And so on and so forth. But this was really the rebooting of the Expanded Universe and the start of a whole new generation of Star Wars fans getting into the big Expanded Universe that included... Han, and Luke, and Leia, and 3PO, and Chewie, and R2, and all your favorites, um, right after the events of Return of the Jedi, Uh, not actually right after, five years after, but you get the gist, yeah, picking up on the adventures of all of our favorite heroes, and... These are some of the characters in here um, that people want to see most reintroduced back into the new canon, including Grand Admiral Thrawn and Mara Jade, for example. So I'd love to know what expanded universe characters you'd like to see come back into the Star Wars universe. Have your say at the blog post for this show's episode at SW7X7.com. All right, let's see what we have going on in life on Tweedoween. I'm not afraid. You will be. You will... Alright, I still can't do the Yoda impression, sorry. This one comes from Far Far Away Radio, and they tweeted simply, For your consideration with hashtags for The Force Awakens and Star Wars. And it's a collage of pictures of Anakin Skywalker and Luke Skywalker and Rey, all on their respective desert planets. And it's kind of strange how similar these photos are. We have it embedded at the blog post for this show's episode at SW7x7.com. That's a pretty neat catch. Folks, so uh, that's uh, you know, I'd love to hear what your opinions are on it. Um, Give them a couple of retweets and favorites too while you're at it. All right, let's see what we have in the swag bag today before we get to this episode's force feature. It's funny, it seems like we've had a design by committee situation on the last couple of shirts that we've featured on here, but I don't think that's the case with this one. This is the best co pilot in the rebellion tee, it's a ladies' tee and it's a photo-negative style thing, which is pretty cool. It's got Chewie with his bowcaster standing in front of the Rebel Starbird, and it's white against the black background, but inside the white, you've got sort of a reverse, a negative image star field, so you've got stars, and you've got X-Wings flying around, and the TIE Fighter, and the Death Star in the background. It's Pretty wicked cool, and we have it at the blog post for this show's episode at SW7x7.com. You can click through for more pictures and even pick one up for yourself if you so desire, or your favorite uh, lady co-pilot, as the case may be. And with that, we are going to dive into our Force feature. So... Amy Ratcliffe is not just the uh, Geek with Curves, that is her personal blog. And we kind of have to start there because that is sort of the center of the universe from which we can get to all of her incredible stuff. Um, Amy Ratcliffe.com is another way. And Amy has written for StarWars.com, of course, and also for the Star Wars Insider magazine, as well as IGN, Nerdist, IO9, the LA Times Hero Complex the mary sue uh, tour.com uh there's a whole raft of them listed at her website and she took time out from her own busy schedule at celebration she was on um, panels in addition to just being there as a fan and entertained a question or two from us and here she is
1: you know the theme i connect to most in star wars is hope um Sometimes I get in arguments with people about why Star Wars is called A New Hope, Star Wars 4, because they're used to calling it just Star Wars. And I'm like, no. Like people are like, no, but there's a start. It means there's a war, and all these things are happening. But I'm like, no, it's hope. This is the place that the Rebel Alliance kind of has their first big victory that we see. Um, and it's hope to change the galaxy. And you see that theme continuing from Episode 4 back to the prequel trilogy. Uh, you definitely see it in Clone Wars, and it's been a huge part of Rebels this season. So... And it's weird because I'm—I don't think I'm an optimistic person. I'm actually fairly cynical and kind of grumpy. I'm like <laughs> Chopper on Rebels, so I would never push <laughs> another droid out of a ship. Maybe, um, but hope—hope really—I don't know—it touches something warm and fuzzy inside and, and makes me feel better. And you know, I, especially in Rebels this season, there was one moment it hit me when Hera was talking to Ezra after something horrible had happened. Um, She's like, "No, you just have to keep." you have to hold on to hope i'm butchering i don't remember the exact quote but they had a moment at the end of the episode and it was just i'm like yeah like hope just it will get you through and it's a really strong message so that speaks to me um keeps me that's just one of many reasons but i think that's the strongest like why star wars why i like it so much love it so much yeah
0: and there you have it so thank you again so much amy for taking the time to uh to the question and you can catch amy on twitter amy underscore geek tell her we said hi and also on podcast land she's part of the full of sith podcast so you can listen to her there too Hey, Rebel Rouser. Have you tried the special from Audible that we have at SW7X7.com slash Audible? You get a free 30-day trial and free first book to check out. I listened to Star Wars A New Dawn by John Jackson Milliner. It was pretty awesome that way. You're already checking out the podcast on your earbuds. Why not check out a book as well? Go to SW7X7.com slash Audible for your free 30-day trial and your free first book. Okay, let's get back into the trivia action. Well, two episodes ago, we asked you who was questioned in the boiler room of Jabba's Palace by a droid named EV-9-D9, and that was C-3PO. Today's question, what creatures revere a tribal medicine man named Logre? Thanks so much for joining me on this episode of Star Wars 7x7. If you like nice men, leave me a great rating or review on your favorite podcasting app. It makes a huge difference in the life of a brand new podcast and helps me get in front of more awesome people like you. And don't forget to go to SW7X7.com for show notes and swag, plus our Star Wars Breaking News Twitter feed. I am not a committee. I am destiny unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, and all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2014 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it! Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers,